When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And a very good Monday evening, afternoon, morning, everybody. It's the Older Pain Podcast. Joe Beningle, of course, in the Older Pain Podcast. And it is Monday, September 19th, 2022. The Joe Beningle Older Pain Podcast, of course, brought to you by the Hackensack Brewing Company, by Anita Discount Tires, and by our good friends at DraftKings. You know, what a day it was uh, yesterday in the NFL. It was a crazy day, so many wild games. And, a, and an amazing day in New York sports yesterday as well. For, as, for the first time since September of 2009, all four teams, the Mets, the Jets, the Giants, and the Yankees, all won on the same day. And, you know, we'll get to all of that. What a crazy day. But obviously, we got to start with my football team, the New York Jets. I've been a Jet fan since 1965. So that's 58 years now. Going on 59 years, whatever it is. I guess 58, 57. What, I guess it's 58 years, right? 1965, 57 years. I have never seen this football team win a game like they won yesterday. Now, I've seen them lose games like yesterday. <laughs> I've seen them lose a few games like Cleveland wound up losing to the Jets yesterday. But never did I ever see them win a game like they did yesterday. And I'm watching the game with my wife. And as Nick Chubb goes in for that touchdown, it makes it 30 to 17. I'm looking at her and I'm saying to her, uh, you know, you just can't win when you make the amount of mistakes that the Jets made in this game. Whether it was, you know, the strip sack where Joe Flacco fumbled, Jadavian Clowney beat the, the rookie Mitchell, and that strip sack that ended a drive with the Jets, you know, going deep into Cleveland territory, uh, the two unbelievable illegal man downfield penalties on Connor McGovern. Oh, my God. They got to get themselves a new center next year, I'll tell you that. Uh, that phantom holding penalty on George Fant that cost them a big run. I forget who it was, Carter or Hall, when they were down 17-14. That might have put them ahead right there. Zerline did kick that 57-yard field goal to end that drive. But, you know, whether it was – that unbelievably ridiculous penalty by this kid Harris on the kickoff where for no reason he pushes one of the Browns after the play is clearly over to get a 15-yard personal foul. It would have been nice to see Salah get in his face after that happened. Whatever. You know, whatever the mistake may be. How about the huge drop? And as great a game as he had yesterday, boy, oh, boy, I was like, oh, this can't be, this can't, you know, end like this. Garrett Wilson dropping that third down pass would have been a first down completion on a third down from Flacco that looked like it was going to finish him off yesterday. As great a game as Wilson had, that huge drop. You know, you're saying, well, you just can't make these kind of mistakes and win football games. Even early in the game, that first drive of the game, on that third down play when it looked like Flacco had completed that pass to Conklin on the sideline, they called it incomplete initially. 
The Jets challenged it. Even Gene Steratore on TV, of all people, said it was a good catch that he's got the feet in bounds. And the officials still said it was an incomplete pass. The Jets, of course, get no respect at all. Why would they? Going back to that stupid, terrible call on George Fant, that phantom holding penalty on him. Whatever. And you say it to yourself, man, you just can't make these kind of mistakes and win a football game. And that's what I was saying to my wife as Chubb goes in the end zone. And even after, what's the kick, the kicker's name? York misses the extra point. I, I'm saying this to my wife. There's a minute and 41 seconds left. The Jets are down 13. They got no timeouts left. It, the game is over. And at that point, my wife goes, it, it gets up and says, I, I'm going to go up and start cooking dinner. Okay, go ahead. You know, you, you know you're not, this is over. Forget about it. So, but I hung in there. and. As I'm watching the game, I'm saying to myself, my good buddy Tommy Keenan calls me up and he says, you know, why didn't Nick Chubb just go down in the one-yard line? Because if he goes down and doesn't go in the end zone, the game's over. The Jets have no timeouts left. That's it. The the Browns would have ran the clock out and we would have been looking at an 0-2 start. And, you know, here we go. Same old, same old, same old Jets. But something happened yesterday that I don't know if it was divine intervention I don't know if it was just, you know, the Cleveland Browns, who have been a pretty bad franchise for a long freaking time. I mean, let's not forget that the Browns have never been to a Super Bowl before the days of the Baltimore Ravens and since since the uh, transition, you know, from the old Browns be going into Baltimore and now the new Browns. You know, they have been a, let's be honest, as bad a franchise as anybody right there with the Jets, the Lions, whoever you want to say. And then, like I said, Divine intervention came into play. And maybe the Browns gave up. Maybe they figured they had the game in the bag. They were already thinking about their Thursday night game against the hated Steelers uh, coming up in just a couple days. And then things started to happen. You know, everything had to happen perfectly in that last minute and 41 seconds for the Jets to win the game. It starts with Chubb scoring the touchdown. And, you know, you look at that play again, And I wonder if the Jets let Chubb go in the end zone there because they were never getting the ball back if he doesn't score. So that maybe that's the beginning of it. Then York misses the extra point. Okay, big deal. 30 to 17, they're not coming back. Two plays later after the Jets get the ball, somehow, some way, Corey Davis is behind the entire Brown secondary. Flacco hits him for a 60-yard touchdown. All of a sudden, it's 30 to 24. And the Jets have a pulse if they can only recover the onside kick. And we know in this world now in the NFL, recovering an onside kick is almost impossible, right? I mean, I don't know what the the odds are anymore, but it's very, very difficult to recover an onside kick. And then Braden Mann, who really, really made up for last week's terrible 20-yard punt that helped set up a Raven touchdown in the opening week loss to Baltimore. Remember, Mann also had that pass to the kid Jeff Smith for a first down on a fake punt. How about the Jets faking a punt in the first half and actually getting the first down out of it and then eventually scoring a touchdown off of that? How about that? When's the last time we've seen the Jets do that? But anyway, Mann executes a perfect onside kick. James Hardy somehow, some way, keeps the ball from going out of bounds and then recovers it, and the Jets have the ball at like midfield with a chance to win and still like over a minute left. Yeah, no timeouts, but 
Okay. And you're like, is this going to, can this possibly happen? This is what's going through my head. And then Flacco, and let's be honest, Joe Flacco had a tremendous game yesterday. And you look, I wanted Mike White to play, but you know what? If Joe Flacco is going to play like he played yesterday all the time, well, you know what? Just let him play. I mean, you can't play better than Flacco played yesterday. Four touchdown passes, no interceptions, had that one turnover because Mitchell, you know, Mitchell let Clowney go right by him. I can't blame, I can't blame Flacco for that fumble. But anyway, Joe Flacco proceeds to lead them right down the field. Some big big passes to Michael Carter, one right away in the sideline with Carter. Uh, looks like he should have gone out of bounds, stays in bounds, actually gets a couple more yards and gets the first down. He hits Garrett Wilson, who redeemed himself for that fumble, obviously, with a first down catch over the middle, and then hits Wilson in the end zone for the, what turns out to be the game-winning touchdown. Are you freaking kidding me? Unbelievable. Zerline makes the extra point, and the Jets are winning 31-30. But there's still 22 seconds left. And you're flipping out as a Jet fan, man. Just, you know, you're saying, hey, man, they got 22 seconds and, and Cleveland still has a timeout. I'm, you know, they better not blow this. That's, you know, you, you could see it. Could you imagine that? You're saying to yourself as a Jet fan, they come all the way back. Don't blow this game now. And on the first play, Jacoby Brissett gets away from the pressure and runs about, yeah, I don't know, 15, 20 yards for a first down. And he's close to, you know, like midfield already. The Browns are in pretty good field goal position, needing only uh, a pretty good field position, needing only a field goal to win the game. And then divine intervention takes over. Brissett throws the ball over the middle. And of all people, Ashton Davis, that's right. The guy who I have maligned. How could they pick this guy with the third round pick? He come third round pick in the draft back, you know, in, in, in Douglas's first draft two years ago. And Ashton Davis comes up with his biggest play as a Jet, intercepts the ball, and the Jets win. And I'm sitting there like, are you kidding? I had to run up. I couldn't do it as everything is coming back because they never went to a commercial. And I wasn't going to go get my wife after the Corey Davis touchdown because, you know, you still figured they're not winning the game anyway, right? They got to get the onside kick. So after they take the lead, now there's a finally as a commercial. I run up, Ted, you better come down. The Jets just took the lead. She goes, what? What do you mean they took the lead? Are you kidding me? You feel all right? And, of course, she runs down and gets to see the final 22 seconds. Davis with the interception to seal the win. Unbelievable win by the Jets yesterday. What else can you say? What can you say? And maybe this is the kind of win. You know, when you're a epically brutal franchise, like the Jets have been for the better part of, you know, 54 years now, since they won that Super Bowl you know, back in January of 69, January 12th, to be specific. When you are an epically brutal franchise, you know, it takes that kind of, you know, just unbelievable, miraculous type win to maybe change everything. Maybe this is the the game that's going to change it all. I don't know. But for one day, oh my God, what a great win that was. And I want to start with this. How good is this kid, Garrett Wilson? Oh, God, is this guy good? And I know that he dropped that pass, and you know, I, I was so upset. This kid had such a great game, and he really looked like we got something with this kid. And that was such a big drop. And he comes back and redeems himself. That big catch on third uh, to uh, continue to drive in the game-winning drive from Flacco, and then the game-winning touchdown. Eight catches, 102 yards, two touchdowns yesterday for Garrett Wilson. How good is he? When's the last time the Jets had a receiver like him? Unbelievable.
You got to, uh, I'm, I'm delirious with how good this kid is. They got two, really, you know, you look at Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt in Cleveland and the one-two punch they are in the backfield. Well, I'll tell you right now, between Michael Carter and Brees Hall, the Jets have a chance to have that kind of one-two punch out of their backfield. Both of those guys played real well yesterday. Brees Hall scored his first NFL touchdown on a pass right before halftime from Flacco to tie the game at 14-14. He had some nice runs in the game. He had that nice run for about 20-whatever yards that looked like it was setting the Jets up for the go-ahead touchdown uh, early in the fourth quarter when that phantom holding call on George Fant happened. And they had to settle for that 57-yard field goal by Zerline. But they look like they got something here. Carter, Hall. Wilson, obviously Elijah Moore, uh, you know, I mean, you, you look at this and you say, man, they got some weapons now on offense. And we're not even talking about the tight end. And by the way, Conklin is terrible. I mean, he had another fumble yesterday. You know, again, you know, how many times are we going to see this guy? And again, the Jets were fortunate to, to recover the fumble. Mac, Max Mitchell, the rookie, made a tremendous hustle play to get to that ball. And because that looked like it was going to be a huge turnover again. And we've seen Conklin now fumble, you know, two weeks in a row. And in both cases, fortunately, the Jets were able to recover the ball. Remember, Wilson recovered it last week. It cost the Jets a first down. Had to settle for a field goal on what might have been a touchdown drive against the Ravens. But we've seen it two weeks in a row. So I'm a little concerned about Conklin being shaky. But something else in this game. The offensive line, which early in the game, Miles Garrett was 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 uh, really disrupting the game. I mentioned that play Clowney had where he came around Mitchell for that strip sack on on uh, Flacco and Clowney recovered the fumble. Now, Clowney got hurt and didn't come back in the game, and that was huge for the Jets as well. But the offensive line really stabilized themselves in the second half to where they gave Flacco a lot of time to throw. And let's give Flacco credit. What a game he had. 307 yards passing, four touchdown passes, two to Wilson, one to Hall, the unbelievable 60-yard bomb to Corey Davis. You know, if Joe Flacco is going to play like this, you know what? He could be my quarterback. And I don't know what the deal is. I know Wilson has been starting, you know, has been practicing again. To me, Flacco's got to play next week, all right? The talk was Wilson wasn't coming back at least until the Steeler game, but you got to you, you got to play Flacco next week against the Bengals, who are reeling right now at 0-2 as they lost yesterday to the Cowboys. You got to play Flacco next week. In fact, in, fact, in my mind, you got to keep playing Flacco until he starts playing terribly and the Jets start losing again, don't you? Unbelievable win yesterday by the Jets. I'm still uh, – it's incredible. Everything that had to happen for them happened. And again, for a guy that's been watching this team play for almost 60 years now, I have never, ever, ever seen the Jets win a game like they won yesterday. Just absolutely incredible. And let's see where they go now. Now it's time to, you know, they ended that hideous 13-game losing streak in September. Now it's time for this team to start stacking some wins. And what's going to be our raucous MetLife crowd next Sunday when the Bengals come to town you know, let's see the Jets go beat the Bengals for the second straight year. And uh, you got to be pumped up right now after that. That's an unbelievable win by the Jets yesterday. All right, let us let me get to my sponsors. I, as always, I want to welcome in my friends at DraftKings. I want to thank them again for being with us for another year. And you know the deal. The NFL action is in full swing here at DraftKings Sportsbook, an, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And we're talking touchdowns, big plays, even bigger wins, new customers, 
can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. And if that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Right now, for every leg you add, uh, you can boost your winnings up to 100% with payouts bigger than ever. Why bet on football anywhere else? I mean, really, why? To make things even sweeter, you could throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game all season long. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now, use promo code OTHEPAIN to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any game. That's code OTHEPAIN, O-H-T-H-E-P-A-I-N, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. And, of course, as always, if, uh, you know, if you uh, have a gambling or some, if you or someone you know has a gambling problem, uh, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-426-2537. Again, we want to thank our very good friends over at DraftKings. Of course, the Hackensack Brewing Company. I feel bad for my buddy Mike Jones at the Brewing Company. What a brutal loss for, you know, for the Oakland Raiders or the Las Vegas Raiders, whatever they are. The Raiders yesterday at home to the Arizona Cardinals. I mean, oh, my God. If you saw the end of that game, Arizona tying the game up with no time left. They get the two-point conversion to tie the game at 23-23. And then uh, Renfro uh, looking like he's going to set up at least the Raiders for the game-winning field goal. And all the time, fumbles the ball on the reception. The Cardinals pick it up, and uh, the guy for Arizona runs like 70 yards for the game-winning touchdown. And the Cardinals beat the Raiders 29-23. Oh, my God. That was a brutal loss for the Raiders yesterday. They are 0-2. My poor buddy, Mike Jones. But I love him. I love Mike. We had a great golfing week last last week along with Ari uh, last Thursday. uh, Ari from the uh, uh, Anita Tires. But you know the deal on the Hackensack Brewing Company. They're uh, 10 minutes off the GW Bridge, less than 30 seconds off Route 4 in Hackensack's Fairmont neighborhood. Uh, the tap room's open 4.30 to 10, Monday through Friday, 2 to 10 Saturday, 12 to 8 Sundays, 78 Johnson Avenue in Hackenstack, right by the tombstones. Don't forget that when you go there, check out the tombstone of this lady who's still alive. And in the bottom of the tombstone, it says, and it's one of the really great lines of all time, I'm dead, now what? I mean, it's just, just phenomenal. But anyway, go check out the Hackensack Brewing Company. And within the next couple of weeks, Probably maybe the second week in October, right around there, as we get into the baseball playoffs, we'll have our next live podcast from the Hackensack Brewing Company. Mike, I love you. I feel for you after that brutal loss yesterday uh, to the Arizona Cardinals. And then, of course, the Anita Tire. Anita Discount Tire. My good buddy, Ari. My son, Johnny, whose Saints lost a brutal game yesterday. They lose 20 to 10 to the Bucks. I know Johnny's not too happy about that. But nevertheless, uh, Ari's a Cowboy fan. He's got to be happy about their win with Cooper Rush against the Bengals yesterday. Field goal on the last last play of the game to win it. Anyway, uh, go check out uh, Anita Tire in Rivervale on Westwood Avenue. Anything you need done for your car, anything with tires, go check out Anita Discount Tire. See Ari, see Johnny, and they'll take care of you. All right, but in go with the Oda Payne Podcast, Monday, September 19th, 2022. I really, just going back to the Jets for a second, I screamed 
about Mike White being the quarterback. Well, yesterday, Joe Flacco shut me up, okay? And I think it's obvious that if you give Flacco time, and he really didn't even play that bad in the first game against the Ravens, just that, you know, he was, you know, assaulted the, the whole game by the Raven defense. The offensive line had a terrible game. And the one pick that Flacco threw was really on the, the tight end cager who fell down in the middle of the route there. So Flacco has not really played that bad. He's thrown five touchdowns in one pick so far in the two games he's played and finally won a game as a Jets starter. I think he was 0-6 or 0-7 coming into this game as a starter for the Jets. And he finally gets off the snide with that. But if Flacco's going to play like he played yesterday, I'll tell you what, I got to see him play. And I don't know if Wilson's going to be ready to play or not next week, but I got to see Flacco play against Cincinnati. He deserves to start again next week after this game. You know, and if we got to put Zach Wilson on hold a little bit, we have to. And I'll tell you right now, do you think that Wilson would have pulled this game out yesterday the way Flacco did? Do you think they would have won this game if Wilson was the quarterback? I don't know about that. I don't know about that. So I, you know, I was wrong. I was wrong. I wanted White to play. Flacco shut me up. Well, now, look, I don't care who the quarterback is for this team. I want to win. And if you tell me that somehow this team's going to get, you know, 9, 10, 11 wins with Flacco being the quarterback, then so be it. I'll live with it. You know, we could wait another year for the growth of Zach Wilson as far as I'm concerned. I want to win games. So I don't know if Wilson's going to be healthy this week or not. I don't know about that. But I got to play Flacco again this week. I mean, he's got to play. You know, as the Bengals come to town and the Bengals are reeling right now, they're 0-2. I'm sure they want to get revenge for what happened last year in the Mike White game when the uh, Jets beat him up when White threw for over 400 yards and they beat the Bengals at home as Cincinnati was on their way to the AFC Championship game and uh, AFC Championship and then, of course, to the Super Bowl where they lost to the Rams. But right now, the Bengals are suffering from that Super Bowl loser hangover the next year as they have started 0-2. Very brutal loss for them yesterday in Dallas uh, after the brutal loss they had in week one to Pittsburgh. So they're going to be reeling. They're going to be snarly next week when it comes to MetLife. But MetLife's going to be rocking after this win uh, yesterday by the Jets. So, but again, I got to see Flacco play. Memo to Salah, I want Flacco playing in this game. He's got to start this week. I don't care if Wilson's healthy or not. Flacco deserves to start this week against the Bengals. We'll see how it plays out. Still can't believe the Jets won this football game yesterday. And as I mentioned, Everybody in New York won yesterday. The Giants now 2-0. They beat the Panthers at MetLife yesterday, 19-16. Huge game for Graham Gano, the kicker. He had four, four field goals in this game. That really was the difference. Giant defense played well again. I tell you, you really see the upgrade. If you're a Giant, and I didn't see the game yesterday because for the, the powers that be now decide that they're going to have the Jets, and this has been for a couple of years now, the Jets and Giants playing at the same time. And I guess, look, If you're a Jet fan, you're going to watch the Jet game. If you're a Giant fan, you're going to watch the Giant game. It really doesn't matter. For years, they would never have the Jets and Giants playing at the same time. And it won't happen next week because the Jets are home Sunday against the Bengals. And then the Giants are home Monday night for what's turning out to be a huge game next Monday night against the Cowboys at MetLife. So you'll see both teams next week. But I didn't see the Giant game. But obviously, their defense played well. And I'll tell you, what an upgrade in the coaching staff. It looks like they really got a head coach now in Brian Dable. And one of the best moves they made was bringing in Wink Martindale as the defensive coordinator. He's a top defensive coordinator. 
you know, in Baltimore, I mentioned everybody, Baltimore has had nothing but top defensive coordinators, whether it was Marvin Lewis, Rex Ryan, Martindale, okay? And that was a great hire by the Giants, uh, by uh, Joel Shane, Dable, and company, bringing him in to be the D coordinator. And the Giants threw off to a 2-0 and start for the first time since 2016. So they won their game. You got to be pumped up. And look, with the state of the NFC East right now, you know, maybe the Giants can somehow shock everybody and win the division. I know there's a long way to go. There's still 15 games left to play forever, but you got to be thrilled. First time since 2016, the Giants are 2-0 to start a year. Got to be real happy about that if you're a fan of the Giants. So not only did the Jets win, not only did the Giants win, the two baseball teams win. The Mets, despite Jacob deGrom giving up a three-run home run to this this guy, O'Neal, who's really, really killed the Mets, even though the Mets swept the four-game series against the Pirates, this guy, O'Neal, is pretty good. I got to tell you that. And remember, he, he had a home run the other day uh, to make it 4-3 after, in the same game where O'Neal robbed him, uh, excuse me, McNeil, Jeff McNeil, robbed him of that home run at the right field wall in, uh, what was it, the Friday night game when they beat Pittsburgh 4-3. But the Mets sweep Pittsburgh, and even though DeGrom strikes out 13, everybody's going gaga as, as DeGrom, oh, they can't touch him. He strikes out 13 over five innings. All of a sudden, the king of six-inning pitches loses it in the sixth inning. Base hit, base hit, three-run home run. Pittsburgh ties the game. Fortunately, the bullpen did a great job. Seth Lugo, of all people, Joely Rodriguez, uh, eventually Trevor May to close it out in the ninth inning. Mets score four in the bottom of the eighth inning uh, to win the game seven to three, set up by the pinch runner deluxe, Terrence Gore. How about this guy? All right. All he does is run. That's all he does. And boy, he's been a factor for the Mets. Yesterday, Tomas Nito, how good has he been? Leads off that eighth inning with a base hit. The Mets go to Gore to run for Nito. Gore promptly steals second. The ball's thrown into center field. He winds up at third. The second time in the series against Pittsburgh that has happened, and that sets it up for a four-run inning. Nimmo bloops a single into left field. The Mets take a 4-3 lead. The bases get loaded eventually. Daniel Vogelback, who had a huge series against his old team, Pittsburgh, with a base hit to center field, gives the Mets a 6-3 lead. Escobar would drive in the seventh run with a with a uh, infield, you know, a ground out to second base. And the Mets go on and win it 7-3. Sweep the four-game series. Unfortunately, they get no help at all from the Philadelphia Phillies, who get swept in Atlanta by the Braves. So the Mets now, as they go to what's going to be a tough week, because the Mets go to Milwaukee for three, and then they go to out to Oakland. And as bad as Oakland is, they got three games on the West Coast against the A's. And what are the Mets doing playing the A's in the, at the end of September? I mean, in Oakland, but whatever. You know, so this is not going to be an easy week for them with 14 games to play. Max Scherzer back. He's pitching tonight. You know, he's going to be on a pitch count. You know that. Uh, but he goes up against Corbin Burns, the reigning Cy Young Award winner in the National League. So it's not going to be. It's a tough series here against Milwaukee. Uh, the Yankees just lost two out of three to the Brewers in Milwaukee. So it's not going to be easy, but the Mets right now, 93 and 55. If they beat, by the way, one win this week against the Brewers in this three game series and the Mets clinch a playoff spot. The magic number now for clinching a playoff spot is two, a Milwaukee loss or, or two Met wins. So if the Mets win tonight, that would get them in the playoffs. They still got to win the division and that's the most important thing, but they're 93 and 55. And they continue to lead the Braves by one game in the National League East. They're even in the loss column. 
They got a one-game lead, and the Braves play a series starting tonight with the Nationals in Washington. So uh, advantage Braves right now. You still think it's going to come down to those last three games of the season or next to last three games of the season when the Mets go to Atlanta to play the Braves. It's probably going to come down to that for the division title. But nice sweep by the Mets. Uh, and again, uh, continue to lead Atlanta with 14 games to go. They lead the Braves by one in the National League East. Uh, crazy, crazy, crazy. And the Yankees won. They beat the Brewers. And how about Aaron Judge? Two more home runs for Judge. He's got 59 now. He's got 127 RBIs. And I'm going to say this again. I'm going to say it one more time. For all those baseball writers that love Otani because Otani pitches and he hits. Oh, my God. They love him. They love him. Of course, the Angels are 20 games under 500. Nowhere to be found. But, of course, they love Otani. It is a joke if Aaron Judge does not win the American League MVP really unanimously, how you could vote for anybody but Aaron Judge to be the MVP in the American League. 59 homers, 127 RBIs on a first-place team in the American League East that's going to wind up winning the division and you know getting a bye in the first round of the playoffs. It, it, please, Aaron Judge should be the unanimous winner. And look, he's going to break Maris's record. I think he's going to hit 65. We'll see what happens. But again, what a day in New York sports. First time since September 27, 2009, that the Mets, Yankees, Giants, and Jets all won on the same day. Unfreaking believable. A great football Sunday. Again, I'll say it one more time to all my Jet buddies out there. I want to see Flacco start this week against Cincinnati. And in all my years that I have watched Jet football, since 19-freaking-65, when I was a 12-year-old who didn't know any better, and I was, you know, Joe Namath was my guy in all those years, 57, 58 years. I've seen the Jets lose plenty game, plenty games like yesterday. I have never seen them win a game like they did yesterday. I want to thank, I want to thank my team, and I want to thank the Cleveland Browns for basically saying, here, Jets, we're going to do everything we have to to make sure you win. What an unbelievable Sunday. Everybody have a great week. I'll talk to you Friday. All the love.